now got in for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 179 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. What was that all about? A little delay there? You had a little delay because... Yeah, you stumbled. You're so you stumbled, me- You're bro. so mentally weak that when you go off your routine just a little, like last week, you can't help yourself from doing it week after week because you're just thinking about it. Like it, I wasn't. It overcomes you. You were waiting for it. You it overcomes you. It. Because guess who's going to kick your ass in the game this week? Stack guy, Rye. What up? What's the uh, score? We're gonna. What's the score? A lot to a little. A lot to a little. Like thirty-three to fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Mine being a lot. What's the score? What's no? Seriously though, what's the score? Uh, it's thirty-four to fifteen right now. Ryan Ooh. is way ahead. Chris needs a big, big week. We're going to do the game early this week, uh, and we hope that you also go on iTunes and drop a five-star rating and review. Let us know how you like the game. If you would like us to do yeah. more games on the show, I don't know yeah, what else you want to get in on. It. You know, me but, and Ryan were talking about it because we see each other more because we're brothers. Um, but we were talking if you about... Were, if you were Drake and Josh, who's Drake and who's Josh? I'm who's Drake. the annoying one? Oh, you're yeah. the fat, annoying one, so you're definitely Josh. Okay. You look like it. That's fair. You're, you're, you're Josh Peck before the weight loss. What's yeah. his name in real life? Josh Peck. Josh Peck. I hate him. Um, so we were talking, like, if this is if this continues to be popular, we should do something at least a couple times a month or every show. I don't even care. But, no, at least once a month where we involve the listeners but it could be like a WFAN thing where people can uh, sign up for us to call them during the show. And then when we call, it's the same question until someone gets it. And whoever gets it wins. You know how they do that? Like Mike Francis will ask him the same Super Bowl question 45 times until someone gets Nope. Next. Okay. Okay. Next well. Next well. Right. Maybe Ryan could even do it as Mike Francis, huh? Yeah, sure. But I think people mm-hmm. like trivia. I, I really do. I think it's okay. very popular across okay. the board. Right. Didn't, you try that, okay. didn't you try that one time, Ryan? When we doing something that you did it as as Mike? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. <clears throat> so, Chris, I would have a bone pick with you all week, by okay. the way. I know you, you're you not going to admit this, but I know that you did this shit. You dubbed your the act, old recordings of the open on last week's open. What do you mean? I listened to it. Unless I'm hearing shit, uh, when I went to Stack Guy Rye, you booed or some shit? Oh, yeah, I did. No, when you yeah. came to me, when you, yeah, yeah, I booed. Yeah, fuck you that. You added that in. We've done a hundred, this post, is a hundred and se- No, I, no, I booed. This is a, this is our hundred and seventy ninth episode and we've you opened. Added something in post-production. I know you did. No, I did not. We've we've been doing the same thing pretty much every open of every show, and because of your favoritism and bias to, towards Ryan, you break routine. 
Ryan, do you feel this favoritism bias towards you? Well, maybe a little bit, but it's, it's that you know I'm not I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> All right, so you guys ready? You just want to jump right into this? You want to get into yeah, the game? Dude. Yeah, let's, let's do go. it. All right, so we're in we're in week number four. Chris can actually be mathematically eliminated, but he has promised to uh, still play next week if that's the case. They are playing for the uh, right for the winner to dye half of the hair of the loser the color of um, the winner's choice. Now, your now Chris, your wife was saying for us to think about the color that we <laughs> we want to use because you have dark hair. So she's advocating that we don't use pink, which means to me that she we really should use pink, Ryan. If that's I might I might just do a shade like two or three I shades dark too, darker. Two or three shades darker than his hair color now. So it's like people just look at him like what's <laughs> is something happened to his it's hair? It's actually right. That's actually a phenomenal idea because I am starting to gray. And do you know how bad people look when they try and dye their gray <laughs> hair but and then you look at them and you're just like that just doesn't <laughs> That just yeah, doesn't look good. It's a botched dye job. It's just not natural. I would actually I look think, more of like an idiot. Yeah, I, I think would. you should do that. I think you should do half his hair jet like jet black. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. That's actually <laughs> oh, funny yeah. as hell because it's not I love subtle I love subtle like humor like that where people will wait and look at me for like twenty minutes and try and figure out what the fuck's wrong <laughs> with me before they actually say something. Because if you do his half his head pink, people would be like, "You're a fucking asshole with half right. a head of pink hair." But if they, if you dye his hair jet black, <laughs> and they're gonna see, like, it's gonna be they're like, not gonna you, say anything. Most people it. won't they're, say they're anything. Gonna, no, no one will say anything. But they'll be thinking in their head, like, "What's up okay? with this guy's hair? Yeah, something's yeah, wrong right. with him. Yeah, something's <laughs> wrong. Like something's definitely wrong with him." That's actually I would rather people. I, I would rather people think that there's something wrong with you. I, I agree with Ryan on that. I uh, agree. All right, so All right, run, cool. we'll, we'll, we will run down the rules we'll, uh, really quickly here for those of you that have not um, been paying attention since we buried this at the back of the show with annoying talk about the owners and the players, which we will talk about, but we'll bury that at the end of the show this week. Um, seven players, three clues to guess the player. If you guess it after the first clue, three points, two points after the second one point after the last clue. Now you can pass three times in any given week. If you do not pass and you guess incorrectly three times, you lose three points. Now Chris is down by 19 points right now, so he needs a big, big week uh, to keep things going. So now let's get our stat of the week up uh, to see who will get to go first. Let's see what baseball I reference. Think, I think I answer first uh, this week. What do you mean you think you answered first this week? No, you got to guess this. For the guess, for the stat, yes, I mean. Yes, you do. Because no, I, I, I priced his right you last week. Whatever you guys want to do, if you want to, if you if Chris wants to succeed that, because uh, it's just kind of like guess it out loud. So No, you can guess first. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, um, okay, 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 okay. Let's see here. Roger Clemens retired in 2007 after pitching uh, uh, for the Yankees. He threw 99 innings. What was his earned run average that year? In what year? Sorry. 2007. Uh, 
476. 434. All right, Chris was closer. It's 4.18. Uh, that's not bad. All right, so Chris has earned the right to go first. And here we can you guys hear me all right? Because the video's yeah, live. I, I want to make sure the audio is good. Audio's good. All right, so here we go. Clue number one for player number one. I hit just five career home runs before smashing 35 in the last two seasons with the Yankees. Okay, do not start the timer because I have to ask. You need to clarify. The last two seasons, like as in the last two, or in his last two seasons with the Yankees? I don't have to clarify that. Yes, you do. No, No, you absolutely do. That's bullshit. You can clarify it. You can clarify it. I'll take my headphones off. He is so he's toying with you right now. He doesn't even want the clarifications. Does it does it mean Listen to the clues? This is your no, this your is cl- like you no, your, clue like you is not, your clue is this not is, clear. I see baseball is. reference in Chris's reflection on his on his glasses. Uh, Are you saying like, that in the players? You have baseball reference open. No, no you did. <laughs> no, I don't what, stoop down to your guys' levels. Is this? Are you talking about his last two seasons with the Yankees, or the last two seasons, as in maybe they're the same thing? Okay, fine. Listen to the clue. It says it all in the clue. Okay. Ready? Want me to give it to you again? Yes. I hit just five career home runs before smashing 35 in the last two years with the Yankees. Your timer starts now. Chris, would you like to make a guess or hear the clue one more time? Glaber Torres. It is not Glaber Torres. All right, clue number two. The Yankees sent Adam Warren packing to acquire me for the 2016 season. I see you fucking reading, scumbag. Me? I see your eyes. Dude, I swear on my children. Wait, can you give me the question again now? (laughs) Yeah, now he's got 20 seconds. You guys can't talk while I'm trying to answer a question here. Jesus, it's like golf. All right, here we go. The Yankees sent Adam Warren packing to acquire me for the 2016 season. You want to hear the clue again, or do you need? Do you want to make a guess here? No, give it to me one more time. The Yankees sent Adam Warren packing to acquire me for the 2016 season. McKinney? No, that's incorrect. All right, here we go. Final clue. 
from Ryan. I played the last two seasons in Miami because the Yankees acquired a certain NL MVP. Starlin Castro. That is correct. It is Starlin Castro. Ryan on the board with a point. All right, here we go. Chris is up here. I hit my first home run. Uh, excuse me. I hit a home run in my first major league at bat in 2016. Tyler Austin. Yes, it is Tyler Austin. Damn. All right, Chris making some headway here. Here we go. We got player number four. Who's up, Ryan? Yeah, I'm up. I pitched for four teams across nine seasons before coming to the Yankees in 2015. All right, Ryan, need to need uh, guess. Uh, Michael Pineda. Nope. Chris. Bartolo Colon. That is also incorrect. Ryan, here we go. Uh, clue number two. My departure signified something this generation of Yankees had never seen before. Alright, Ryan, what do we got I'm here? I'm passing, I'm passing. Alright, Ryan's gonna go with another pass for player number four. Chris, you need to hear the clue one more time? Yes, please. My departure signified something this generation of Yankees, uh, this, this generation of Yankees had never seen before. I'm not allowed to ask for the first clue again, correct? That is correct. You're supposed to have that in the back of your mind. These things are all connected. Blanking on who this is. I, kn I knew it was that trade. All right, we need an answer, Ryan. <sighs> Damn, I, I. We're out of name. <sighs> David Robertson. It's not David Robertson. Andrew Chris. Miller. It is Andrew Miller. Wait, wait what was the first clue? I, I was thinking a starting pitcher. Why didn't I just say Andrew Miller? All right. Chris has got seven points here, so he's, he's closed the gap to 35 to 22 right now. He's in the game. Not bad, not bad. All right, here we go. Who's up? Me. All right. I only pitched seven seasons in the big leagues and spent both of them and spent all of them on both sides of the rivalry. I will clarify what okay, the rivalry thank is. You. Do you, do you really need that clarified? Is it? It's the Red Sox, correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Give me the question one more time. All right. I only pitched seven seasons in the big leagues and spent them on both sides of the rivalry. Nathan Evaldi. No, that's Damn. incorrect. Oh, what's this? All right, Ryan, you want to hear it again or do you guys want to make a guess? Yeah, give me the clue again. I only pitched seven seasons in the big leagues and spent them on both sides of the rivalry. 
this guy's name. I'll think of it. Yeah. Oh, I need it. I need it. Andrew Kashner. <laughs> no. All right. I chose my number because I'm a big fan of Dennis Rodman. All right, Chris, time's up. Throw something out there. Passers, <laughs> give me this. Man, I don't know this one. Right, you want to hear it again or just want to throw something out there? Ramiro Mendoza. No, it is not Ramiro <laughs> Mendoza. All right, Chris is up, right? Final clue? Mm-hmm. All right. I was a jack-of-all-trades pitcher that some called the new Ramiro Mendoza. What are the odds of that? Um, Mike Myers? No, that's incorrect. You passed this round, right? Mm. Yeah, so no. Uh, Ryan, do you need to hear it again? Yeah, give it to me again, but I have no idea. You stumped us on this one. I was a jack-of-all-trades pitcher that some called the new Ramiro Mendoza. I feel like it's this guy. I just can't think of his name. And if it is this person, he was just playing on the Yankees recently. And he didn't make the team. He was he was in spring training, but I don't I don't know if that's him. I don't know, man. All right, guess or pass. Do I have a pass left? Yeah, you do. All right, yeah, I guess I'll pass. All right, so nobody earns points that round. I was thinking too far back, I think. Throw it, just throw a name out there if you... I really... No, you stumped me. Alfredo Aceves. Oh, wow. About oh, my God, yeah. 91? 91. That was Dennis Rodman's number? That was Dennis. I couldn't well, think of... That was a really the... good clue, but I don't know enough about Dennis wow. Rodman to even... Oh, damn. Tough week. For you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's up here? Ryan. Me. Ryan. My first major league hit came in the kingdom. Each row. No, that is wrong. Well, it might be. Uh, it might yeah, be for these clues. For this player, it is not. Yeah, okay. Chris, do you want to hear the clue again or do you want to make a guess? Give me the clue one more time. My first major league hit came in the kingdom. Tina Martinez. Again, it could be, but not this, not for this <laughs> set of clues. And we already used Tina Martinez. I'm not using any players twice. Okay, ready? Here we go. Despite the Yankees' long and illustrious history, I am the only player to achieve this milestone while playing my entire career in the Bronx. What milestone? If I give it to you, then it gives away the fucking player. And it's not your turn, so shut up. Melky Cabrera? I'm so pissed, dude, because I wish I just went with my gut. Because I was thinking back to the playoffs, 
of 95, but I was like, no, I'm pretty sure the debut hit was in Cleveland, and blah, 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 but it's Derek Jeter. It is Derek Jeter, yes. I, I, he's the first person to come to my mind, because I knew he, I knew he, uh, got into that game, but I just, for some reason, when that, when he played his first full game in Cleveland like that in 96, I could have sworn that that was his, No, he didn't play his first full game in Cleveland. He had, he played plenty, he played enough in 1995, he just didn't lose his rookie status. Whatever, I guess that's what I'm thinking of. Alright, so So here we go, final, final player for the week. Who's up? Me or Ryan? Me, right? You. Alright. Ozzie Guillen certainly didn't miss me when I was traded to the Yankees. Javier Vasquez? No. Ryan, you want to hear that again? No, I think I know this because I think there was a history where this player didn't like Ozzie Guillen. They didn't get along. And Nick Swisher. It is is the Swisher sweep. Boom, baby. So here we go. The tally at the end of week five. Ryan adds four points to his total for 38. Chris with a big week with three, six, seven, nine for 24 points. Chris is down by 14. It's a tall mountain to climb, but he's still alive for the final week. Next week's it. That's it. Yeah, there's 21 possible points on the line next week. Ryan just got to really... Kind of hold his own here. Make yeah, sure Chris doesn't gotta hold this lead. It's like a big lead. I just got to contain it. When Ryan, Ryan's just got to really, if Ryan knocks out two of the questions that he gets on the first try, Chris is toast. That's it. That's all he's got to yeah, do. It. At least we have a battle going in. And I promise yeah, you sure. that we would. So sure. man Good job word. this week. Good job. I can't believe you guys were stumped on Afredo Seves. Yeah. There's just certain players that even if you love them, you just forget they exist. And Alfredo Aceves is kind of one of those players for me. Yeah, I don't want to go too obscure, but I didn't think he was that obscure. I got to say, too, really good clues this week. And I'm just so pissed I didn't go with Jeter. Yeah, that's big. That was an extra point. Man, I'm so mad. What are you going to (laughs) do? Well, speaking of Derek Jeter, he was uh, highly uh, picked in the, uh, what was he picked? Number six overall, is that correct? Uh, yeah, because the Reds, right? The Reds had fifth pick, and the Yankees couldn't believe he was still there come come the sixth, but he was. Well, we're bringing yeah, up... Six, uh, six selection, yeah. We're, we're bringing that up because last night, when we're recording on Thursday night here, uh, Wednesday evening, uh, was the first round of uh, the major... Baseball draft and in the first round with the 28th overall selection, the Yankees took a catcher out of the University of Arizona named Austin Wells. So again, the Yankees are um, using high. Uh, is Austin Wells? Is he a Hall of Famer? What? what? <laughs> is Austin Wells? Did he end up being a Hall of Famer? When the, I don't get. I don't get the the uh, the Austin, point of your. Was he the? You just said he's the one that they picked. To, Instead of Jeter, correct? That's not what I said. Oh, this is for this year. Sorry, I was distracted. Are you? You're brain damaged. I actually am very dizzy today. 
Yeah, yeah. He was saying he was a little dizzy before we started this. Yeah, but. that was his cop out because he he didn't really know if he wanted to come on and and, and lose. No, that, he, no, he I was he trying. I got to say the the game excites me. So on Wednesday night, the Yankees used their first round pick on catcher Austin Wells out of uh, the University of Arizona. Uh, this is a bit of newsworthy because the Yankees have been using a lot of high draft picks on catchers lately with uh, Anthony Siegler. And who else? Ryan, look that up. Who else did they recently draft in the first, second round as a catcher? Uh, and also, I did not know this, but two years ago, the Yankees actually drafted Wells in the 35th round, but he decided to go to college, which kind of worked out for him because you kind of get a lot more money when you're a first-round draft pick as opposed to being a 35th-round draft pick. Well, I was thinking about it, right? Sorry, Ryan, if you have the answer, you can go. Uh, it was Siegler and uh, uh, the other catcher. Wait, I don't know. It doesn't have it doesn't have another catcher on here. Wasn't it someone that was another position too? Clark Schmidt. No, Clark Schmidt's a pitcher. Yeah. Uh, uh, he must have not gone in the first round. This is the first yeah, round. Yeah, I'm pretty picks. sure. It's, uh... No, I a high draft pick. Also, I think they drafted somebody like in the second round. All right, I'll keep looking. Anyway, I was thinking about it today, like. What's the average, like not non-superstar, just the average amount of time it normally takes a minor leaguer to come up through the system, right? Like how many years? Uh, what would you say if a guy's drafted right out of college? You know, maybe three or four years if he's a or if he's like a real legit prospect. All right, so in three to four years, maybe the Yankees are ready and willing to reevaluate Gary Sanchez. And see if he's their best fit behind home plate. But right now, this means nothing. And it's always good to have good catching. I think a good catcher, if they're drafting these guys because they're good overall catchers and they're very rare players, they're great for trade as well. So I don't think it implicates as much as some people think, to be honest. I mean, if these guys are that good that they're going in the first round like this, they got to be pretty rare players. And they could pan out to be good trade bait. I can't find it either. The Yankees did draft. Yeah. I know. I'm, I can't, I'm it might have been the second round. It was Josh last year. Bro. Josh fucking bro. I can't believe we forgot that name. In 2018, he was <laughs> second round draft pick. Yeah, so I mean, it's never bad to load up on catchers, right? I, it probably isn't, but it just seems that the Yankees in the last three drafts in their top uh, in their top six picks, three of them have been catchers. When they have a catcher, yeah. Well, we all know the we all know the judgment is this an, of is this an indictment on Gary Sanchez? I don't think it necessarily is directly, but I think the Yankees are smart, and I think that they are. If anything, I, I don't think it has to do as much with Gary Sanchez's talent. And his skill behind the plate as it does him not staying healthy the last couple of years, if anything. So if you want to put, if you want to have that argument in that sense, I'd say that's more likely to me than them not having faith in Gary behind the plate. 
I understand that baseball is a lot different than it is, say, football. Like, the Giants just drafted Jan- uh, Daniel Jones last season. They weren't going to go out and draft another quarterback this right. year because that would say, hey, you know, well, we don't believe in Daniel Jones, which is obviously not the case. It's a little different in baseball because, like we said, there's usually, unless you're like a superstar, you're usually in the minor leagues for at least three to four seasons, right? So, but in those three to four seasons when, you know, Josh Bro was drafted or Anthony Sealer was drafted, you're still thinking that Gary Sanchez is going to be the starting catcher for the New York Yankees. And now uh, Austin Wells uh, drafted in 2020. Are you thinking that Gary Sanchez isn't going to be the starting catcher in 2024? Is that a possibility? It's def- I mean, listen, it's definitely a possibility. I don't know. Gary. San- if Gary Sanchez doesn't, and I'm not talking about his defense behind the plate because I think he's shown me enough where he's just worked really hard to be a good catcher and he's got a friggin' got one of the strongest arms in the league. I think if anything, if Gary doesn't start stepping it up in postseason spots the way we need him to, I think that's where Gary's gonna hurt come four years from now or whenever he signs a contract again. When does when does he resign next year? Uh, like when does his, he when does he become eligible to? He's not a free agent. Until, I think he still has another two years of arbitration. Let's see here. I'm I'm on spot track right now. We'll take a look here. And I mean, if here's the thing: if you didn't have if you didn't have Stanton on this team for 400 years, he's arbitrary. He's a free agent after the 2022 season. All right. If you didn't have Stanton so, on this yeah, team. That's, you know what? Well, I didn't even realize that. So, yeah, maybe in 2024, 2025, the Yankees will be looking for a catcher. Maybe they don't want to. Maybe they get to a point where they say, yeah, we don't want to pay Gary Sanchez top catcher money. Listen, you never know. We've said this about Gary a lot, and we've each had our own kind of theories as to why. But Gary has never become that player that uh, everyone loves, which is very rare when a Yankee, when the Yankees bring a guy up from the, from within the system, it's very rare that that you know fans don't take when they're as good Gary as Gary. Sanchez has not gotten a quote hometown discount if that's something that you want or the hometown love from this fan base for whatever reason. I don't know what yeah. it is. People and you know it's and now Aaron Judge is starting to feel it too because people feel that the guy can't stay on the field, which to a degree is true, but also not totally his fault. Yeah, look, but, I mean, we've seen in this in this entire country that loyalty is kind of a thing of the past when it comes to something you love and how quickly you can hate it. Um, I don't think you're going to have a, a player like Derek Jeter ever again that's not only beloved by everyone within your fan base, but throughout Major League Baseball. You, you know, see how problem, quickly people turn on Judge. They'll you know what the issue is is in my and this might sound crazy, but a lot of it has to do with friggin' analytics. People can poke yeah. holes in in everybody's game, and you're always gonna have that analytics crowd out there yeah. that doesn't like a player because he doesn't pop off the charts with his numbers. Whereas in Derek Jeter's day, even though he retired five years ago, yeah. this stuff was not prevalent like it is right now. Yeah, I think that's and fair. That's why you hear it now post-career about how he sucked as a fucking shortstop, right? Right, which is idiotic. But I think, to be fair, when it comes to the Yankee fan base and it's someone who comes up to the system and and is successful right off the bat, I think 
their biggest gripe really with anyone is the health lately of, of these players. Like if you can't stay healthy, we don't, you know, no one cares how good you are or how much, how awesome you are off the field as much as you are on the field. If you can't stay healthy, no one has any patience for you. And in some cases, I think it's justified. Okay. So would you rather have Aaron judge for a hundred games or, uh, Shane Robinson for one fifty five? Oh, listen, I'm not part of that. I, when it comes to guys like Stanton right now, I'm like, okay, let's fucking go. Right. When it comes to Gary, come on, let's fucking go because it's been too, when it comes to San, when it comes to judge, I think you have to, I think you have to be a little more fair when it comes to him because he's got to be your guy, right? You got to have a guy and you got to stand behind him. So he's what our if guy. That guy is not him. What if it's not him? He's got to be right now. He's Why our not? guy. Why not? Why not? Because we if, dubbed him our guy if, already. What if the guy's standing at shortstop? Glaber. Listen, maybe, maybe, Glaber. maybe that happens. But then you know what? Shame on the Yankees for the judges' chambers and all this shit. Shame on the Yankees for having two superstars. No, shame on the Yankees for advertising Judge as if he's the next friggin' god of baseball, and 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 doing that to him and to us. I mean, he's our guy. We got to stand behind him. And if he he can't stay healthy, listen, he had a freak injury that took him away a couple years ago. Other than that, now we've been dealing with this shoulder and now a broken rib, which didn't end up didn't end up as a collapsed lung as well, and he's still not one hundred percent. Not from the lung. The lung is fine. Uh, yeah, but he broke his rib or cracked it playing hard, already hard. Uh, Listen, I am not getting on Judge's back right now. I'm just speaking to uh, the frustrations uh, of most of the fan base or, or the fan bases section of the fan base that is denouncing him as as our guy and today is the three-year anniversary of judge's monumental home run against the orioles in the 500 degree weather uh at yankee stadium that uh chris and i and their uh wives were at and i was reading and i was watching the clip on on facebook and i was reading through some of the comments and you would think that Aaron Judge like stole these people's dogs the way they were speaking to him, uh, speaking about yeah, this guy. Because no it's one cares <laughs> anymore. And once you, you know, once you piss people off now, it's that's it. There's no coming back from that's that. Sad. There's, that's sad. There's no, there's no apologizing. There's no making up for it. That's it. And yeah. uh, I remember that day. The that home run, on a serious note, was something that you know how people tell stories of like going to a game and just experiencing something that feels surreal, like you're not really seeing it. That was that moment for me when he hit that fucking ball. I've never seen a ball hit like that in my life. We also thought we were imagining shit because it was okay. So that's my second point was that I spent $45 on a stupid bottle with a fan and it broke in in 30 seconds. So that's the kind of that's there's your revenue fucking cheap jerk offs. Yes. Oh, you you done with the show, Rye? Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> because all I remember, I've never gotten dizzy from the heat, and I got dizzy from the heat that day. Dizzy and it from was, the dude, heat, dude. It was hot, man. And, and we and I don't even know what the hell we were still doing there at that point in time because uh, the Yankees were killing the Orioles in that game. I'll give you was, ten bucks if you could tell me who started that game for the Yankees. Sonny Gray. Was it Sonny Gray? Right. Tables have turned. I'm giving you a little trivia now. Oh. 
this pitcher through this one pitch in one of these years and started that for the Yankees. That was a milestone. <laughs> so, all right. So next week, I, not only will I will I tell you the year it happened, I'll tell you the day it happened. What is what his first name is? Whatever, okay. whatever makes it easier for Ryan to Google, as you're asking. Google, Google. I can't Google Jane. anymore. I, I, I don't know why I want to say that Chad Green opened that game. Very good. Yeah, he opened it. Chad Green was the opener, and he got didn't he get rocked? But the Yankees came back. I believe he did have a bat. I think he did give up a few runs. He might have not given up like a lot of runs, but he was out after like an inning and, and a third. But at that That's, time, Chad Green wasn't Chad Green. Chad no, Green, he was Chad Green. Was he Chad Green? But they were just Chad like, Green, the reliever. He was just more of like a guy that they were still flirting with being a, an actual starter. That wasn't that wasn't like oh maybe we'll have an opener. That was like oh, oh Chad the, Green um, might still be a starter for us. No, I don't know about Chad that. Chad Green was a Chad Green. Yes, one hundred percent, dude. I'm telling you. Was Zach Britton Zach Britton or was he Zach Britton? <sighs> I'm gonna look that up. You guys banter for a minute. I want to look something with a K. Oh uh, yeah, he switched it to a K. So he was probably old Zach Britton then. Christian, I'm telling you, the Yankees didn't start flirting with openers until when? 2018. They might have. I think for some reason they had to use one though. I don't think Chad Green was uh, was a starter at that point. I don't think he was a starter either, but what I'm saying is he wasn't he wasn't uh solidified as as a big time reliever for us at that point. I think the Yankees were still hoping that he could be a starter for them. I'm almost right, he, positive. And I was pissed because I was just like, leave this dude in the bullpen, man. Alright, so here alright, so you want to hear his his innings pitched? until that point yeah. up until including that point uh in the season one 3.2 three 1.2 1.1 2.2 3.1 and two innings in that game and okay so what you're telling me he was pitching into the fourth inning he wasn't like uh wasn't like he is now where he's like okay chad green's our opener uh you want to hear the the innings that he pitched also in those games yeah eight three eight three through six Six through eight, six through seven, seven to eight, seven to nine, six to nine, and he started the game in against Baltimore. So he was used as a late inning reliever, pretty much up in at the beginning of twenty seventeen. Like a long guy, like a few innings. Yeah, he was the bridge guy. It would seem like, but he was pitching late in games, so he wasn't really. The Yankees really weren't flirting with him as a starter at that point. Mm. And if you, if I look quickly. That was the only time that he started a game that year. Every other time that Chad Green came into a game from that point on, it was the fifth inning or later. Okay, Rain Man. Hey, hold on. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, man. Uh, it's Brian Cashman's kind of like Rain Man. No, I mean, you know, I'm sorry, but he did. All, that was the only time he started that year, and he did have a couple games where he appeared in the fourth yeah. inning. But yeah. But yeah, that was it. And his longest outing of the season was this person pitched in the fourth inning for was the his Yankees. First, was the yeah. second and third was the second and third outing of the year he pitched uh, over three innings. Other than that, he was he was under three the whole all time. Right, we get yeah. your oh, point. Chad, you good. He plays hard. Nah, he plays hard. Now, he plays hard. Oh, I'm Chris. I know everything. But I just said I could have sworn. Uh, you, was... you got slowly rolled it. <laughs> 
you know what's going to be really sad? When Gardner well, doesn't play another okay. game of pinstripes. Can we... Uh, can we bring this up? I know we were probably going to, but it, so maybe I'll wait. Christian, do you have anything else you want to say about that game? I, obviously, no. So obviously, you have something on your mind. No, I was so. just thinking, like, okay, I was telling Stack Guy Ride the other day. I was reading something. So after a certain point, Manfred has the power to say, okay, you guys couldn't figure shit out. This is what's happening. This is how many games, and this is when it's going to start. Well, you, oh, hold on. Hold off on that. Because uh, I wanted to, I wanted to do this poll. We can do it real quick. Yeah, yeah do the poll. Like, That's my questions that we can get back to when we get. I to posted it. it like three weeks ago. All right, let me hear it. Out of out of these three Yankees that are unrestricted free agents at the end of the season, if you could only choose to re-sign one of them, who would you pick? DJ Tanaka or Paxton? Oh, I saw that, and I think I voted on it. Mm. For me, it's. For me, see, it's so tough. You're asking people right now, correct? Like, we can't uh, well, wait it out. Uh, yeah, yeah. well, I asked them like three weeks ago. Man, we for could, me, it's got it. – DJ was such a huge part of last year. If you can re-sign him, man, you got to. Yeah, I think it would have to be LeMayhew. Because who would you play? I'm, I don't know. You could but maybe you know go what? out and get. Oh no, though they could get Francisco Lindor and put Torres back at second. Yeah, but you know bye what, bye dude? Two guys. of those pitchers, you gotta, t- you gotta keep at least one. Maybe, it, maybe I, maybe I'd go Paxton. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I, I think they'll not- get, keep two of those three. Yeah, mm. but I'm, I don't know though. We're yeah, but we're asking like, if you could only yeah. keep one of them. You going with Mayu on that? So that would be. Hard I guess for that's me an emotional to- decision. Based off of because he ran he ran away year. with the poll. He got sixty nine percent. Tanaka came in second with eighteen, and Paxton with thirteen percent. But I would probably say to Paxton would probably be my favorite to keep out of those three guys. I just think because he, we, I think he could impact the team the most. Paxton. Look, Lemay, you had an incredible season last year, but yeah. right now, I mean, even if we we started at at the regular start point in late March. Would DJ LeMay you be a top four MVP candidate or top five MVP candidate again this year? I don't yeah, know about that. I know. And then another thing, though, like each of them have their own value in some way. You got obviously DJ is you don't have to you don't have to bring up how valuable he is based off last year. Then you got Paxton, who is still young. He's a top pitcher in the league, whether you want to believe it or not. Um, and he's a great number two, but then you have Tanaka who has been, you know, good in all of his seasons, but has been absolutely on a different level in the postseason. So when you ask yourself, do the Yankees, can the Yankees still get by without Paxton and DJ and make it to the postseason? Tanaka becomes your most valuable because in my opinion, out of all those guys, he's the one that you want to throw into a game. Yeah, Paxton's got the bigger upside though. His stuff is so much better. He does. He has, he has a bigger upside. But I don't think Tanaka you, can be. You don't think I don't he can think be Tanaka that? Tanaka can be dominant for that right much now. longer. Uh, listen, in the po- do not. I don't care if he's going on fifty-five years old until he shows you that he can't be as good in the postseason. We have no right to doubt him in any way. Once once the regular season's over, he has been that good. 
I'll just say without Severino, especially I mean next you know, year, that's another know guy. Back. That's another guy I keep forgetting about. Fucking Severino, man. I think you're gonna have. I think if you were faced with that choice, if the Yankees were like, we we can only give out one big contract this year, and it has to be one of these three guys. Who are we choosing? If I'm signing a check, I think I have to give it to James Paxton. I really do. I think the Yankees are better served with having him stand behind uh, Garrett Cole than, say, Tanaka or not having a starting pitcher at all. Because think, where's the Yankees' rotation after Garrett Cole? Where is it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, look, there's so many question marks around Severino, and there shouldn't be at this point. Like, by this time... If you asked us three years ago what we'd be thinking about Severino in 2020, it would be he's our ace, uh, he's unstoppable, and he's one of the best pitchers in the league. And instead, we're like, is he ever going to be the same guy? Uh, We went out and got our own ace, and he's still hurt, so we don't even know when he's coming back. And there's still so many question marks. Because you'd be looking at what mid of mid twenty twenty one before you see Severino, and you know he's not going to jump back in the, and right. be a top level pitcher. At you that know what's point so either. you know what's so sad. When did uh when did he have his first full like really big season twenty eighteen seventeen twenty seventeen, and then after that we were like okay we need we saw how good he could be to start the year no but I'm thinking of twenty eighteen I'm thinking of twenty eighteen. Yeah, 2018 was the year he won 19 games. He started. He was the best pitcher in baseball in the first. So half. after that yeah, but he season, he was phenomenal. He was really phenomenal in the second half of 2017. Is when he really turned it on. So then, mm. so then that's when we were like, "Ooh, Sevy's coming into his own. Let's see what he could do in his first full year of being this dominant, you know, name." 2018 comes around and he's dominant and to another level, and we're all excited. And then he falls off the face of the earth, and we're like, "Okay, he's still young." He's got to prove to us now that he can be that dominant throughout a full season. And since that time, we still have not been able to see that from him. And and two hurt. years have passed, and now an, another full one will. So we won't even get a chance to possibly in 2021, depending on how he's feeling. That's a problem for me. That's the biggest problem that the Yankees have right now when it comes to pitching. So go to his house and throw a flaming garbage it's, can. Listen, the it's, not his, it's not his fault. No, it shit happens. No, you blame people when shit happens to them. He got hurt, so blame him for it. <laughs> and go throw a flaming garbage can through his window because that's what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I will. Hold him accountable. Hold right. him accountable for trying to pitch while he's injured. that some maniac sitting in his attic was going to throw a flaming garbage can through their window if they got hurt, they would wouldn't get really hurt Would you really put anymore. it past anyone at this point? Do you really not think there's enough maniacs out there that would that would think to do something like that at least that there's not one maniac sitting home going you know what if Severino's yeah, not you. fucking healthy next year I'm gonna f- is that- <laughs> you should show up at John Carl Stanton's house and just stand out there I would like, I would you think he has a gate you think he has a gate I'm sure he does I'm sure he definitely does I know and, the passcode and I'm sure and he would take one look at you and he'd be like yeah I'm, I'm, I'm leaving now so I don't I don't need this guy outside my house. Six I'm, nine. I'm, he- six I'm nine. healthy. I'm I'm healthy. 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 So I didn't really hear much of it because it was very depressing. Uh, Evan last week, because Joe was on vacation, did the top Yankee wins, top Yankee losses of the last twenty five years, and he also did 
and for the Mets. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard them debated a little bit, and I got to say, to on the on the sour side, nothing's going to top Game 7 in 2001 World Series. That's always going to be the worst loss in Yankee in my Yankee fandom. It always is. Yeah. I got to say... That's way worse. That's way worse than any of the games in 2004. Mm, I disagree. I just, 2004 as a whole, I still can't even put it up there because you're on the precipice of winning a World Series. You're up game seven, ninth inning with Mariano Rivera on the mound, and you lose that. Yeah. That, yeah, I got to just say, though, that... Yeah, I guess, because you went into game seven in 2004, and you just knew... You knew it wasn't going to happen. You knew that they had blown it at that point. Mm. But, oh, that that feeling. You, you know, I was talking to Ryan about this the other day. And I should have used this as as my uh, argument when we were talking about, you know, would this season feel the same shortened season if the Yankees win it? And I went into my debate that I'm sure we can get to in a little bit. But one of my things was the like a real season when you when you watch the Yankees in the playoffs, right? And they lose. Like let's just take last year when when Altuve hits that home run. Your entire life for that moment just comes out of you. Like you just you're nothing at that point. Even if it's just for 30 minutes, you just don't understand what you just watched. And it's because a true baseball fan goes through something that no other fan of any sport goes through in a 162 game season to build up to that moment. And if you don't want, if you want to look at it, if you don't want to agree with me that if they win, it won't, it'll, it'll still feel the same fine. But my argument to that is that it won't because if they lose it, it won't feel the same. It just won't. It's not the same amount of time and energy and emotion that you're putting into it. So as a fan, I don't think I will feel the same if the Yankees win a World Series, unless they give me a, unless they well, give me at least scumbag. eighty-two games. I need you're at least scum, eighty-two. You're a scumbag, you're a scumbag loser. Nobody likes you. If they give me fifty and they win a World Series, of course I'm going to be excited and whatever. No, but, you're not allowed. No, no. That's but it. you know what? I won't say that I why feel even, truly why satisfied. Are we even doing, we're still doing the show for hope that there's going to be baseball this year. So they only play fifty games. Why? Why would we even spend time talking about it if it doesn't mean anything to you? It's not, I didn't never once said it didn't mean anything to me. I no, just said that as I a hear fan, what I want. I, I hear what I want. I as long as you interpret it the way I want, as long as you as long as you everybody admit. else gets to do it, so I get to do it. As too. long as you admit it, I'm fine with it. Then I will let you have your moment. I don't want my moment. I just want to. I just want to ridicule you for saying that 50 games doesn't matter. So why should we even spend time talking about like, it every week? But, like, my, my debate should have been this to you back when we had it, right? If a, if a baseball team, yeah, we got spoiled in the late 90s, early 2000s, but if a baseball team only wins one World Series every 10 years, I don't want this year to be one of my 10 years. I want a full fucking season where they grind it out, up and down, back and forth for 162 games and fucking really earn it, you know? If this is going to be my one World Series in the next 10 years, I don't want it. That's my point. And l- listen, I'm assuming in my head at this point, there's only going to be 45 games. And if that's the case, I'm not saying don't give me baseball. Always give me baseball. I'm just telling fuck you how I I'll feel. Want it. Take it back. I fuck don't you. Want it. You're no, fuck no you. you are a scumbag. You are. You are. 
Look at who look who's talking, bro. Because who's you know talking? what it is? Here's here's what people like you do. When someone's making a valid point, instead of instead it's of not valid, that's why instead I'm mocking of, it. No, no, no. Instead of just kind of talking it out, whatever, you just mock it and downplay it as if as if I'm so little it shouldn't exist. It it shouldn't exist. Danny. And listen, it's my opinion. I I feel what I want to feel and I'm entitled to that. You're not you're all everybody's entitled to everything. Yeah. So I guess you're entitled to your opinion. It's fine, you can have it. Uh, it's a dumb opinion because you just told me that 50 games doesn't matter. World Series doesn't matter. Never said any of that. You know, it doesn't count. Like you'll you'll laugh at Yankee if the Yankees win this year in a 50 game season, and the Yankee fans nope. walking down the street with a World Series T-shirt on. You'll laugh at him and tell him it doesn't matter. It doesn't count. The last time we won was 2009. Nope, never do that. You're you're a fake ass fan for wearing that shirt. That's who. That's gonna be you. I will never do that. That it will still be a World Series win if it's a World you'll Series win. Want an asterisk next to it? You, you're okay with the U.S. Nationals cheating? No asterisks, but the Yankees win this year. You what want I'm the saying asterisk. is, if I can admit that I will not feel the same when they lose, but you don't know that. You're telling me that now. You don't know that. I'm telling. I'm told you what I tell you weeks ago. Once the game starts, it doesn't matter if there's one or a fucking hundred of them. Once you put your heart and soul into that one fucking game or a hundred games or whatever it is once you dump your all your emotions into it and they don't come out on top you're gonna you're gonna hurt it's gonna hurt you you're not gonna walk <laughs> around and be like oh they played 20 games this year who cares i'm gonna, gonna be fucking i'll be optimistic then. now somebody told now somebody took it away from you and gave it back to you and you didn't get what you wanted in the end i'm That's gonna be optimistic be worse and i'm gonna and I'll look at it glass half full, what you're doing for the first time in your life. And I will say, you're probably right. But let me tell you something. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> in 50 games, we know better than any other fan out there that in 50 games, a team is not solidified. You are going to see playoff teams that should not be there. And you are going to see teams that miss the playoffs that should be there you know what oh well that's the rules that we're playing with this year and you know what if the yankees aren't one of those teams after 50 games i'm gonna be pissed off i'm gonna be mad about it i'm not gonna be like oh they only play 50 games it doesn't matter that's not how i'm gonna feel about it i'm like i waited three and a half extra months for goddamn baseball baseball came back and the yankees weren't even fucking good enough to play in an expanded postseason in 50 games i'm gonna be that's gonna aggravate me to no end don't, don't tell me that oh they're 50 games I won't feel anything and after oh. they lose I'm gonna tweet it so you feel how you wanna feel and the rest of us are gonna feel the way that we're supposed to feel okay so don't call me when the Yankees win a World Series after a 50 game season and be like oh we won let's pop champagne don't call me no once they I'm make the postseason I'm just gonna go buy a bottle of champagne and it will jinx them again is is Ryan there yeah he's here yeah he's distracted no I'm here I'm are, are I'm, I'm here are he's you, enjoying yeah. us did you watch comp were you watching comp videos right there 
compilation. Compilation. Yeah. yeah, I was watching a bunch of comps. Well, we were. I was joking with Ryan a couple of days ago because now they said that sex scenes in movies might be CGI because <laughs> of the fucking coronavirus. Good graphics in this porn. So two dudes can lay on top of each other, beating each other up, but a guy and a girl or a guy and a guy, if you know, if it is 2020. Or a girl and a girl or a girl and a girl. Girl, or girl, whatever male. It is. You can go male, female, female. <laughs> whatever, whatever type of sex scene is out there, you mean to tell me that they can't make out and roll on the bed for a few minutes, but, you know, that that's how coronavirus will get attracted, but dudes bleeding on each other and chicks bleeding on each other in a fight, that's okay. I don't think it's. I don't think uh, transmitted through blood. But what about sweat? Sweating on each other. Sweat and tear. You jotter. I don't get it. There's a lot of hip. There's a lot of hypocrisy with this coronavirus. I'll just it's say gone that. now. It's gone. You didn't know that. <clears throat> it was. It was the deadliest thing in the entire world, based off of what they did. Now it's gone. So you tell me how how serious it was. We'll, we'll we'll see. I'm sure that the uh, the numbers will spike in, few, in in the coming weeks, and then we'll all be locked back up inside. And you know, I lost people from it who died from it. So the virus itself could could be deadly, but what they did, yeah, you and now what they're doing, you have every right to question it and to not know what the fuck is going on. Well, we'll segue out of that into not knowing what the hell is going on with as we close out the show here with the owners and players uh, still players. not at, still not at an agreement to play baseball. Um, Rob Manfred the other day came out and said there will be baseball this year. I one hundred percent guarantee it. Who will be on the field though? That's a different question because the players can still not agree to anything and they can put scabs out there, which will be super to sit there and watch uh, 10 Mike Fords play baseball for the Yankees this year. Well, we did that last year with the Yankees, and they were pretty good. So <clears throat> so when uh, so when baseball steps in, what you're saying is when baseball steps in and they say games are being played, it doesn't mean they're saying, okay, here's what you're getting paid, here's what it's going to be, take it, take it and get on the field. It's you can leave it, but we're going to replace you with players. I can absolutely do that. It's happened before. Yeah, here's what Manfred said. He said, I would prefer to negotiate a new agreement with the MLB uh, PA that gets us more games and resolves the issues. But uh, at the end of the day, we negotiated for the right in March to start the season on a number of games that we select in these particular circumstances. And if we have to, we will exercise that right. Wow. So... So they they'll they'll be able to. So what we decide. said, what I was asking last week is why can't baseball just say come back and play and you have to play and they can absolutely do that and then the players can say no and then they'll be replaced, which again who the hell is going to sit there and watch, you, you know these thousands or, or hundreds of minor leaguers that got released in the past few weeks will probably be chomping at the bit because they'll probably be getting phone calls to come play but who the hell is going to sit there and watch that nobody okay. That's probably where I'll draw a line is if there's not actual Major League Baseball players on the field, I uh, probably will not watch that. I, then if you <laughs> you want to say that uh, the World Series won't count that year, no, it, it, it won't. Why so. can't we just pretend, though, that 
It's just like last year when everyone was hurt at one time. Like, I thought I wouldn't feel the same when all those players were out at once, but I did. And they kept winning. Because everybody else's team wasn't okay. injured. See how I made you say that there? That's your argument. What's my argument? That it would be, be because everyone else wouldn't be there. Exactly. You're, you were bringing into the context of one team. The league as a whole was still operating under normal circumstances last year, and you still had enough smattering of regular Major League Baseball players on the Yankees last year for it to still be something, whereas you just have nobody in any team this year. It's not the same uh, – not only the analogy you're trying to make, but it's not the same thing. No, sometimes in a good show you have to think what some listeners will think and they wish you would bring it up, so I brought it up so that you couldn't give that argument. And it's it's very valid. If there's every team the Yankees are playing are a bunch of fucking no-names, then it becomes a pointless season. I mean, nothing to be excited for. And, and baseball is better off, seriously better off, just not doing anything at all. I mean, Ryan was pretty worked up over this, by the way, over the weekend. What was the last uh, proposal? Yeah. Was it 89 games or some shit? 89 will feel like a, a legitimate season to me. Who proposed 89? The players. I think that was the last I heard was 89 games. I don't know what side it came out on. Apparently, just, there's an opening day date out there. Yeah, they said July 10th now because they can't get together in time to open on July 4th weekend, which is sucks because that would have been great. July 4th weekend to have baseball because apparently I heard this on uh, the fan yesterday or two days ago that uh, they need three weeks to get the fields ready to play and that includes adding uh, social distancing provisions into the Jesus. into the locker rooms and whatever else that they have to do. So they need three weeks to do that and apparently instead of doing it now while we're still sitting on our hands waiting for baseball to come to an agreement, they're not going to do shit until the agreement's made. Don't you think that the CDC has come out enough and said, yeah, it can still transmit through um, through people who don't aren't showing symptoms, but it's very rare. Don't you think we can like lighten up on that a little bit? Like if you're not feeling sick, that there's not as much preparation that has to go into keeping the players apart. Like, are we still going to have no fucking no high fives and no celebrations because of it. I mean, we got to we got to at least come to a point where we're listening to the new developments of this bullshit and and like be like, okay, maybe we can still start July 4th as long as they come to an agreement and we'll work things out as we go along. Well, I don't know if you heard this this morning on Boomer and Geo, but Jerry Recco is very into uh travel little league teams like he coaches them for his mm -hmm. kids. And he was, and there's a league that he's going to play in in Delaware that's starting up soon. And uh, they have banned the stealing. You cannot steal second base because uh, this way the first baseman can socially distance from the runner. Oh my god! Yeah, so, no, no. So you you can't hold on this way. You you don't have, you can't hold on the runner, so he's not allowed to steal. And also, the catcher must be six feet behind yeah, home plate. And if the if you don't feel comfortable with that, then your team can play without a catcher. No, no. Hey, oh, listen, man. if you're gonna give me that bullshit, just just stop. I don't want it. I didn't say this was happening in Major League Baseball. This no, I'm a, saying in anywhere. A, in anywhere. This is a little league. This is a league of youth league in Delaware. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. So what is it as a 
pitcher, as a former pitcher, if there's no catcher there, how do you pitch? It's not the same. No, they, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't even have a pitcher. It should just be a machine at that point, yeah. like a batting cage. And listen, the catcher going six feet back or whatever sounds real. It sounds really stupid that this would be a big deal. Maybe not as much in Little League, but do you know the psychology behind a pitcher? Where's the umpire? Behind a pitcher hitting that glove from 60 feet, six inches uh, in major leagues. Like if they were to suggest that in some way uh, on a pony league level at that point, like not hearing that same pop, not reaching your target the way you're, you're normally used to. You're not playing baseball at that point. You're playing some fucking stupid altered version of it. So don't if play you, it. If you had to pitch without a catcher, how would you pitch? Would you just throw it down the middle? As I hard wouldn't. As you could? I wouldn't. I would tell them yeah, to go I fuck themselves. I don't know how you would do that. Like, how would you set up your breaking pitches? I mean, or... I'd still strike people the fuck out, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't do. I would not do it. It, it is the, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If you're that scared for the kids' lives that they'll get this thing or spread it or whatever, then don't have baseball. It's not that important. If it's if it's that serious to you, after all the data that's come out that people serious? don't even that people don't even care to read, that if it's that serious to you. Then why are you risking it for Little League Baseball? Serious? Like, seriously, come on. I worked for this Egyptian pizza man, and I only... How do you know he's Egyptian? He's a, because he, his name was Egyptian. Uh, you asked him? I know what his real name is, and if I try to say it, it's going to come off racist, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, he's Egyptian, but he he went by whatever pizzeria that he owned at the time. Like he owned a pizzeria and it, it bought it and it was named Tommy. So he went by <laughs> Tommy when he, he moved up here and he bought a pizzeria. It was formerly known as Jimmy. So he went by Jimmy. <laughs> That's right. He would, when you would say something to him, he would go serious. Serious. I like serious. That. That's you cute. would say to, like, uh, I worked. I used to work Sundays, and I would be watching football. And he asked me, and he goes, "What's going on in the game?" And I said, "Oh, the Giants just scored a touchdown." And he goes, "Serious?" <laughs> or you'd be like, he'd, "Pretty he'd, good Egyptian he'd like, accent." Kind of give it to you. He'd be like, he'd be come in. He come in from the kitchen and be like, "How many orders do we have?" And I tell him three. He goes, "Serious?" <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time it was really busy there, and um. He, he he wouldn't hire kitchen staff. He had to do everything himself. And he would have these little house salads that would go out with the dinners. And it was just basically like a chunk of lettuce, some olives, onions, a cucumber, and a little styrofoam dish. So, I mean, how complicated is it to make it? So I, I made four or five of them. He came over, and he smacked them all on the ground. And I said, <laughs> what? I said, what the fuck are you doing? And he goes, do you see the sign that says Jimmy? They want food from Jimmy. They don't want food from Christian. I heard Egyptians have a very bad temper. Yeah, he was probably drunk too. So <laughs> He would drink vodka alone in the kitchen a lot. I want to have this guy on the show. He was down the street from me, so I'm sure we can arrange it. So I don't know if there's anything else that uh, we need to get to today. No, I, I, mean, I, I don't want to shortchange the fans on this whole negotiating thing. But as I said last week, like no, until we something beat it to the ground, happened, dude. 
I don't want to talk. Like, I really don't want to talk about it. Like, yeah, Manfred came out and said there will be baseball. But again, it doesn't mean anything because the players can still tell the owners to go fuck themselves. And yeah, there will be baseball. But I mean, it'll. Ryan, you play MLB the show, right? You go on the single A oh, rosters. Yeah. You never. You, all these guys are rated like forty eight with yeah, fake names. That'd be, be like, that'd be like be, uh, <laughs> Trey Amberg. He's hitting cleanup. <laughs> so I mean, that, that would be what you would be watching. So. Jason Dominguez will maybe get his a uh, crack at it. It's like when it's like when you're fighting your girlfriend or your wife, and they're like, "Do you want to talk about it?" And you're just like, "I don't want to fucking talk about it." That's how we are. That's where we're at now. If they play the season not at full strength with any sort of replacement involved in it, then I'd have no interest. Yeah, and uh, you want to know uh, what? That's the last thing they're going to do because it completely defeats the purpose of, of what they've been trying to accomplish over the last however many years. You throw out a shit product in any capacity, at this point, you're killing the sport completely. Yes. Yep. Yeah, you can't come back after all this time and put out a, a So Rob Manfred's a product. fucking idiot for coming out there and saying, I promise you 100%. Yeah. Because you know what that just did? It fueled more fire in the, in the fucking in the uh, Players Association. And you know who Rob Manford works for? Works for the owners. Yep. And what he just did was fuck the people that he works for because now the players have the ball in their court because this asshole came out and said, I guarantee you there will be baseball and no okay. one's going to pay to see Jeff Wilpon and Hal Steinbrenner swinging bats. I'm sorry. They're just... That's not how that's going to work. So, you know, you got the players sitting there saying... Jeter, though, maybe. Maybe Jeter will play this year. Okay, maybe okay. if Hal Steinbrenner promises to fucking drill Wilpon right in his head, the Mets will sign up for it. Mets, uh, Mets fans will I, sign up for it. Would, would you guys be down for a classic season where it's all retired players on I'd the fuck field? with that. Could you resurrect, like, Babe Ruth? Yeah. So or this hologram. is a video game. This is a video game. Like, uh, I don't know, I, like, do yeah. some, like do some like alien shit like in justice league where they put superman in that alien water yeah sure just like that yeah <laughs> that's how you would bring babe ruth back to life how else are you gonna do it you i would bet i would think about it man we'll talk we'll figure something out all right so i don't know what else we need to figure out but we'll figure out some for the show next week when chris officially loses the game he thinks he's in it right now no. let me tell you something yeah, i love 14 with seven questions left you'd have to go perfect and i'd have to miss i everything. love the underdog right mm. i love it and i love being one okay i love when everyone doubts me so 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 you're really you're doing yourself really wrong right now by fueling me because I so promise you know so if Ryan gets the opening stat right and nails the first question yeah. on the three pointer I mean then you ha you're you're done dude you're done because no you you wouldn't be done but you'd have to you'd have to go, go six for, you'd have to go you'd perfect. have to go six for six and hit everyone on the first clue you have no margin for error Bro. none I got this. You can actually, you can't, I, you would have to score on average two points on every question. Yeah, dude, I fucking, I, I'm actually <laughs> yeah, right. good at math. I got it. Yeah. I just want, I wanted, I just want to put it out there for you to understand how tough this is for you. Um, put it out underdog. there. Put it out there. I'm going to keep smacking I'm the, it the I'm fuck the underdog. down. I'm the underdog. I'm going to actually fucking 
I'm coming in next week with a fucking face paint, no shirt, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna paint underdog on my chest. Can you please wear a shirt? Nobody needs to see that. Seriously. You might want to invest in some wife beaters also. It it would help you tremendously. Serious. That's that's friend to friend there. (laughs) Let me tell you something. That was one of the most fucked up things you've ever (laughs) said. It's like my wife trying to convince me to try on one of her bras the other night. Oh, man. Your wife wanted you to wear a bra? She was making fun of my titties. (laughs) Look, all I'm saying is that people close to us have, are, are worried about your heart condition. I actually oh, have a great like, and strong heart. Yeah, Chris, you're going dizzy and shit now randomly. <laughs> <laughs> and amazing blood pressure. Like, doctors take my blood pressure and they stop and they're like, can you do that again? Because And <laughs> right, right in front of me because they don't believe that the that my blood pressure could be good. Okay, die. Who cares? I'm, I certainly don't. So. <laughs> oh, God. Can I tell you a quick story? I went to a doctor once, like, last year, and it was my first time there, and she weighed me, and she sat down, and she looked at me, and she was like, okay, so you know you're pretty overweight. And I was like, yeah. And in my head, I'm going, what she... And then her next words are, okay, um, so how is your blood pressure? Go-? And I'm like, did you just go out of your way to fucking tell me I was overweight as if I didn't know and then not even give me any... Like medical suggestion. My God, that's funny. Ryan, why don't you whip him into shape, bro? Seriously. No, I'm starting I a carnivore diet next shape. week, dude. Carnivore do you diet. Do you want to start shooting with me? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna carnivore we diet. Can. We could do that too. That'll get us. The carnivore I'm diet. Carnivore. So I'm herbivore. Hell yeah, bro! Carnivore diet. It works. Someone I knew from college just lost 200 pounds over the last four years on it. Is that keto? It's. It's like it, but it's much more effective. All right, why don't you just try working out? Maybe that'll be effective. Uh, no. So fad diets is not, with me. Yeah. It's not a fad diet. It is not a fad diet. If it before has a name you, like carnivore diet, it's a fad diet. Before you, before you start making assumptions, why don't you actually do your homework first, and then we'll have the uh, an educated discussion about it next week. Look, if you put a fancy word like carnivore in front of it, it's a fat diet, okay? Mm-hmm. We all can – I can stand to lose 20, but you know what? You, you, yeah, I can lose you gotta, you, Yeah, Let's okay, do a Mark. challenge. Let's do a weight loss challenge. But you know what? You got to go downstairs in your basement, and you got to go You got to go run every little – every couple of days. You got to go pump some iron. You got to go do something about it, not just go on some, on some stupid diet and think that's going to change your life. You got to get in shape, bro. You got three kids you got to chase around. Mm. Since when the fuck did you become so concerned with my He's life? He's a dad now, You're telling dude. me what I got to wear, how I got to <laughs> fucking stay healthy. Why don't you shave I'm- your fucking face? Why don't you die then? Okay. <laughs> he will be dying uh, after next. His week. hair. <laughs> that, was good. that was a good setup, Ryan. That That's was right. like stock to Malone right there. Yeah, that was. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap up the show here. We want to thank everybody for listening to episode one seventy nine of the NYYST podcast. Chris, please don't get your panties in a bunch. I'm not. I want you mm. to be healthy and live long enough to, uh, you know. Right, I'll buy some things. wife beaters next week for you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, at least live one more week so I can beat you at something. Yeah, uh, yeah, live long enough for Ryan to embarrass you on the show next <laughs> week. <laughs> He's going to go downstairs and cry to Meg now. Yeah, gonna, yeah. probably. Yeah. Nah, Look, they made fun of me. Fuck you. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Episode 179. Please follow us on Twitter uh, at NYY Sports Talk. Go to our MySpace page. <laughs> <laughs> we have one mutual friend, Tom. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. This has been episode 179 of the NYY podcast. That guy, Rye. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.